We have all had painful events in our lives that can lead to depression, anxiety, addiction, or broken relationships. But here's a secret. It is not about what happened to us that causes suffering. It's the stories we believe about ourselves. Join us as we shine light on how to rewrite our stories, avoid the shadows of shame, and travel along the pathway to joy, love, and connection. It's the Finding Peace Podcast with your host, Amazon best-selling author, Troy L. Love. Hello, and welcome to the Finding Peace Podcast. Today, I have a very interesting guest. He's not the traditional kind of guest that you might expect to have on the Finding Peace podcast. His name is Tom Palladino, and he is a researcher. He's a scientist. And what he studies is scalar energy. What in the world is scalar energy? Well, it's the fundamental life force found everywhere in the world, in space, and in the universe. It originates from the sun and the stars. So if you're familiar with the words like chi or prana or mana or life force, or even from the Star Wars universe, the force, those are all synonyms for the term scalar energy. And Tom theorized that all of the energy in the universe comes from scalar energy and that the sun of our solar system and the stars of the universe are the points of origin, the storehouses for where scalar energy comes from and where it is stored. He also theorizes that this scalar energy is instructive energy. It teaches, it heals, it improves, it makes the world and the universe a better place. And it is instructed by what he calls a divine essence. Whether you believe in higher power or you believe that there is a force greater than yourself out there, that is what he believes fuels and guides and teaches this scalar energy. And subsequently, all spiritual, cognitive, emotional, and physical activities in the universe is initiated and maintained by scalar energy and the way that it is directed. He believes that scalar energy provides order in the universe. And part of the reason why I wanted to have him on the podcast was first, this is fascinating to me. As you'll hear in the interview, I kind of, I'm kind of a geek. Obviously, I like Star Wars and things like that. But I believe that we are not the only beings here in the universe. There's so much evidence about UFOs and aliens and all those kind of things that are coming to light now that just fascinates me. And I believe that there is something out there that's greater than what we comprehend, greater than the technology that we currently understand that could make our lives better, could help us find greater peace, joy, and love in our life. And so would you please join me in welcoming Tom Palladino to the Finding Peace podcast. 
Well, hello, Tom. Uh, I'm actually, I'm really excited to talk with you and hear about the, the research that you do. This is something I have never heard of before. So could you tell me what you do? Okay, Troy, thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure to speak to you. What do I do? That's a good question. I work with energy, energy instruments. They're Tesla instruments, uh, fashioned off the work of Nikola Tesla, the great inventor. Mm. I call them scalar energy. Some people call them Tesla energy or zero-point energy. Call it what you will. It's not electricity. I have developed instruments that access a different dimension, which is the scalar energy dimension. You know, if a cell phone works through electromagnetic energy, that's fine. There's another type of energy, scalar energy, zero-point energy. That's not electricity. Hmm. It's a different dimension. So it's very exciting because this dimension, scalar energy, is quite versatile. It really allows you to have consummate access to nature, consummate access to nature. But in so doing, you can achieve so much with this energy. Where does it come from? I mean, the I guess sun, energy. The and, yeah. The stars. Yeah. If you look at the universe, logically, you have to say, you're right. Where does this come from? It has to come from the sun and the stars. That's where mm-hmm. all light, all energy is originates. So that's the storehouse of this, this incredible energy. So with that said, if I can access that dimension, scalar energy, I have the potential to access unlimited free energy. Yeah, I mean, the sun is a massive ball of energy. So yes. how does somebody access it? Yeah, with, with instrumentation. Yeah. Yeah. Nikola Tesla was the first man to develop scalar energy instruments that would access that dimension, scalar energy. It's, it's not a movement of electrons. It's a different type of... Uh, Energy, it's a, it really is a, a different essence altogether. So I, over the years, I've worked with engineers, and we've developed scalar energy instruments. And much, in, in, to a great extent, they have been designed from the work of Nikola Tesla, the great scientist. Again, Tesla was the first man, in my estimation, who was able to harness scalar energy. How did you stumble into this? Like, what, what's the story that led you to fall into it? doing the work you do. It's a lifetime in endeavor. It's, yeah. a, it's a trek. And it's uh, you have to be patient because everything is groundbreaking. Why did I do this? God gave me the insight. God gave me the wisdom. I wanted to help mankind. And I see the tremendous potential here. <clears throat> I see where this is going. Imagine <clears throat> an energy that... Um, is inexpensive in in operation. It's unlimited from the stars. There's no pollution. It can perform uh, greater functions than that of electricity. I'm speaking Mm -hmm. of scalar energy. Mm -hmm. Imagine what this means to mankind. Free energy that's quite versatile. Free energy that can accomplish so many uh, uh, work projects, so, so so much to be advanced by this technology without leaving a carbon footprint. That would be amazing, especially since our world seems to be falling apart. Yeah. We, we need thought, new solutions. We do. Try. We, you know, you, you can't keep trying to fit the square peg into the round hole. It's not working. Mm-hmm. We need solutions. 
So how does a person like how does a person tap into that energy? You said you need instruments. Once they've tapped into that energy, what does it do for them? Yeah, that, that's a good point. So um, these instruments that I've developed, there's so many things that you, you can do once you harness scalar energy. What I've been able to achieve is to improve human and animal health. But I do that energetically. And mm. I'll explain in detail what I mean by that. I don't work with a physical person. I work with their energy or their force field. Mm. So this is not a biological process. It's an informational process. That's different than like someone's aura. If someone is doing... Very good. It's the same. So I'm going to hold up my photographs. When I work with people around the world, I work with their photograph. People email me a photograph. My photograph has my aura or my scalar light signature. Yeah, that's that's non-physical. You hit the nail on the head. My aura is captured on my photograph. Mm. That's not a a physical presence. It's an informational presence or it's their aura. Mm. And I can access a person's aura by their photograph and I can identify, say, pathogens and eradicate pathogens in their aura, in their force field. Wow. So you you capture uh, another way of saying it is like you capture their inner light. Yes, is that what yes. it is? Wow. I capture their inner light. That's mm. how exciting this science is. Now, again, uh, just to, to to give a quick disclaimer, this is not medical science. This is not Newtonian science. Mm-hmm. This is a new way of looking at non-physical reality, the aura, as you put it, or the inner light, or their, their, their light force energy, and that's what we're correcting. So a scalar energy instrument will correct the brain waves and the seven chakras. You know, we're aligned with seven chakras. Right. This instrument really has an immediate interface with the seven chakras, and we can align or correct the seven chakras. We, you can't do that readily with electricity. So the point is our chakras are seven points of light, scalar energy points of light. Mm -hmm. And we can access those non-physical points of light with a scalar energy instrument. And in so doing, we can realign the psyche. We can realign the spirit or Mm. the aura. That's amazing. So if, so you, you said that, um, you offer some free stuff on the website. One of those, I, I was checking it out. You can send in a picture, right? So if somebody sends in a picture, what do you do with it? Yeah. So I'll hold it up again. If I'm going to receive a photograph, I actually place the photograph inside the instrument. And then there's three functions. It's a standardized process in which we can look at the aura and we can balance the brain waves and, and balance the seven meridians, the seven chakras. Mm. We're also able to identify germs, microbes in the aura on the photograph and eradicate those. And then finally, we can send into that aura nutritional energy. We can actually assemble a vitamin, a mineral, an antioxidant. Mm. Now, keep in mind, I don't work with people. I work with their bilocated version, which is a photograph. Yeah. That's the interesting part about my research. When you're working in a scalar energy environment, everybody in the world has a body double by way of their photograph. Mm. So I don't work with the person. I work with their their image, which is their copy, their energetic copy. 
So as you're doing that, as you're looking at someone's picture and, and using the instrumentation to do that, um, can you share some stories of real life people and what the outcome has been for them? That's the key. What is the outcome? What are the, the results? Um, results driven. It's all about how does this perform? Can I perform? Well, we've been working with people in Africa, um, specifically HIV clinics in, in Africa and, and actually India. And after those people submit their photograph to me, okay, I'm able to take the photograph, place it in the instrument. The instrument can actually pick out the HIV virus in their aura or on their photograph. Wow. The HIV virus is actually incorporated into their photograph because the photograph is the source of light. The aura is is the composite of a person's information. All Mm -hmm. information is in the aura, which you perhaps might agree with that. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, my instrument can pick out what viruses are in the aura and destroy them. Mm. And then because... It's energy, right? And this, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to put this in a framework so I can understand it. So, like, the sun can shine its light on everybody on the planet. So, kind of how I'm, what I'm hearing is like, as you're doing your work wherever you are, that energy is able to be carried through the vibrations and the however you describe it to that person. What happens to them after you've done it? like these people in Africa, for example. Okay, so the people in Africa and India that were HIV positive, after I work with them, many of them um, tell me that they feel better. And many of them say that they no longer have the symptoms of HIV viral disease. Wow. And, and really to put this into context, when they have a follow-up PCR test, that PCR test is negative. Wow. There's no viral load. No viral load. So I I believe we have discovered the way to access the aura of a person and bluntly we can eliminate, remove, destroy the HIV virus. Wow. I would imagine that when you say that, you get a lot of pushback from traditional science. You know, I, I do, but we have to keep this into context. This is not Newtonian physics. Yeah, this is the new science, mm-hmm. and everything I've discovered is of its own textbook, so to speak. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, I'm not trying to correlate my work to Newtonian physics or to Western science. It's mm-hmm. not. It's a different paradigm, a different framework. Yes, it's a different paradigm. That's the perfect term. Mm-hmm. There's two different paradigms: the electromagnetic paradigm and the scalar paradigm. Which is why I call my website Scalar Light. Mm. I'm working in a scalar paradigm. Yes. So if I sent you a picture and you you did that, um, you would do that. Would you follow up with me and let me know what was going on, or like how does it all work? Yeah, we, what we do after people sign up, we provide a daily email that we explain our work. Okay. Many people, I'd say the majority of people just want to receive our information. They don't want a give and take. Many people are very private about their quantum mm-hmm. health, their emotional health, their physical okay. health, call it what you will. So we provide daily emails. We explain the process. 
I would say that the greater majority of people that sign up for our free sessions, they tell us that they feel better. Mm. Even though they might not quite understand the process, I don't expect them. It's groundbreaking research. It's never been done before. I really don't expect anybody to understand this, but people feel better. And that's the key. I'm looking for results. Do Mm. people feel better? Okay, great. Yeah. What, what, invites a person to come to you? Yeah, um, probably word of mouth. That's okay. the only way I can get this out there. It's uh, This is shunned by academia. You know, nobody at the university level wants to touch this. Right. It's groundbreaking research. So, you know, thank you for the, for the interview. Podcasts like this help to get the word out. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can promulgate my, my research. It's, it's never going to be accepted uh, overnight by mainstream. It, it'll eventually be accepted by mainstream, but it's going to take a lot of convincing. You, you said that it's based on Tesla, and a lot of people don't know a whole lot about him because of the whole um, Edison one, I guess, if we were going to say. Like, the two of them had different perspectives about the way things were supposed to do and whatever reason um they they he what edison did carried and a lot of people don't know about the amazing work that tesla's done and the energy and there i would imagine he had a lot of pushback as well um and now people are starting to learn a lot more about him and the work that he's done and the the genius that he was. And that's kind of what I'm hearing from you is like traditional science. They are comfortable in their box and they don't want to touch it. And so you are facing probably some similar um, pushback as Tesla did, as you're doing something different, looking at the world, you're looking at the world is we got a lot of problems. And we don't have a whole lot of solutions that seem to be working a whole lot. So you found something that does. Yeah, it does. You're absolutely right. And uh, like most technology, new technology has to go through an acceptance. Mm -hmm. First, the people have to accept it and they have to see that it's meaningful. Well, we're still at that stage. Right. I will say that the general public has been very accepting of my work. And I thank them. And I I predict, I forecast that they will continue to be very um, helpful and accepting of my work, as opposed to big business and some governments. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not interested in in this technology. It it really does upset the apple cart for them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a lot that goes into what you just said. We, um, I think sometimes culturally we want people to stay unwell. There's a lot of money in that. Yeah. yeah. We, we saw that in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, it is a fact. It, it is a, a stark reality that um, a great deal of money can be made off of people of, off of illness and power. This is a, it's, it was a power grab. Mm-hmm. In the past two years. Yeah. 
lots of people scrambling, trying to be the first and all those things. What unique experiences have you witnessed as you have used the scalar energy in your lab? I've witnessed many peculiar phenomena. Um, I say this quite frequently. Anytime I have, um, say, a computer next to my instrument, my computer will not work. The scalar energy will override my computer. In other words, there's so much scalar energy in the laboratory that my computer is flooded with scalar energy and a scalar energy environment is not recognized by the computer. Hmm. So my my computer will literally freeze up in the vicinity of my scalar energy instrument. Meaning what? Well, that there's another paradigm. Mm -hmm. That there's another energy source. And that energy source, scalar energy, is not recognized by my computer. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's not it wasn't built to do that exactly a computer is built to recognize electromagnetic energy and electrical current mm-hmm. i'm not working with electricity so a scalar energy instrument confuses a computer that's why my computer freezes up that's amazing we definitely are in an energy crisis um lots of talk about carbon footprint and global warming and um, all that kind of thing. What does scalar energy add to or could help solve that problem? Let's look back at Nikola Tissa. Over 100 years ago, he built a tower, a scalar energy tower in Long Island, New York. And this tower, if you look closely at it, there's no substation anywhere around. There's no generator. So this tower was a tower collecting scalar energy, star energy. Mm. And Tesla was able to transmit, send wireless transmission of scalar energy, and he was able to power, say, a light bulb with this. So that tower in Long Island, New York, represented Tesla's early achievement to give the world free energy. Mm. If, if we can follow in his footsteps and all we need is a tower to send out free energy anywhere in the world, well, that's going to solve the energy dilemma. That's going to solve the energy crisis. Yeah. As you're talking, I, I was watching, um, there's this, there's a season or the show on television called the, uh, investigating the skywalk, uh, skinwalker ranch. It's a ranch in Utah that has all kinds of strange phenomenon happening. And one of the things that they did is brought out Tesla towers to test the energy um, because they figured out that there is energy running underneath the ground. And so they were trying to test that. And I had not heard any of that, uh, anything about that, but they brought these towers out and explained that that was what Tesla was wanting to do is figure out how to distribute energy through the world um, that had no wires, had no carbon footprint, and uh, they still haven't figured out what's going on with this ranch and why, but they they have a belief that there's, um, people believe in like there's an alien presence or people who energy from people who've come from other places and for whatever reason it's there but they were also able to pick out that that happens in other parts of the world this energy is there and 
as you're talking, like when they're there and things activate, people's cell phones stop working or they just like are doing all, and they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, it sounds like what it is, is this scalar energy that is present that is not detected based on what their systems are trying to detect. So that's really fascinating. It helps me kind of see, wow, there's something else going on around here. Yeah, very good. I, I'll give you another uh, anecdotal story. In Sedona, Arizona, there's a great deal of scalar energy. That's why yeah. people feel different in, in Sedona. Now, I've seen some people with a, a compass, you know, a magnetic compass, and they, they walk around Sedona and that compass cannot orient to, to north. It mm. cannot recognize, you know, the geomagnetic, geomagnetic north. Why? In a scalar energy force field, a very strong force field, you don't have a north pole or a south pole. It's confusing. So this is why many people may experience some type of cell phone disruption in Sedona mm -hmm. or their compass does not properly orient to magnetic north because it's being overrun by a scalar energy force field, which is not electricity. Yeah. The, they call them the vortexes. Yes, it is a vortex. And why do we say that? Scalar energy rotates. It's a vortex. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, so it yeah. makes sense now, right? Try it's, it's so simple. You have two choices, electricity or scalar. And when you see events in the universe, they're either electromagnetic or scalar. Mm -hmm. That's it. Wow. That's amazing. So if somebody submits their photograph, you you work with them. Um, I'm hearing that a lot of these people are private. Can they do it again? Or like, is it a one-time thing that, that like, I, how does this work? I, I suggest people read our website. And then if you're inclined, again, all you have to do is email us a photograph, just your bus shot, just you know, from the neck up. Now, why? We want to prove this. The proof is in the pudding. So this is why we offer our 15-day free session on the website. I would like to treat everybody in the world for the 15-day free trial. I mean that. How do I introduce this? This is a nebulous concept. You introduce it by a way of a 15-day free trial in which people only have to send in their photograph. There's nothing else people have to do, right? Mm -hmm. So after that, there's a paid session for 30 days, but that's, that's up to people. My goal is to introduce this to as many people as possible. That's the mm -hmm. only way I can get the information out there. It's a grassroots effort. I don't have money to advertise this. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the money. You know, you could spend millions of dollars of advertising. I don't know if it would get me anywhere. Right. I hear you. What What is your passion? Like, what are you hoping that this will do to change the world? Yeah, that's a good point. So today in my lab, I work with half a million people. I had half a million photographs. They're miniaturized. So people will send me collages like this. Mm. And I can work with a collage like this uh, with my instrument, or I could work with 500,000 photographs in collage format. So what do I propose? That I want to treat everybody in the world, at least once, by their photograph. Mm. And that's why I give away free sessions. And I predict the day will come that we'll be able to treat half a billion people a year by way of their photograph, a billion people. 
I know you. I'm already treating half a million a day. Wow. So, you know, consider that now we we're outside of time and space. We're not in any way bound to a physical location. Mm-hmm. Anybody in the world can send me collages, photographs. I don't have to travel abroad. You just send me, email me your photograph. So I envision a global healing ministry, a global quantum healing ministry, in which eventually we will work with a billion people a year. Man, your face lights up when you say that. Yeah, thank you. I can tell there's a lot of emotion in there. Yeah. We're going to help a lot, many people. Many people, a billion people a year. Well, that would be amazing because we got 8 billion of them on this planet. Right, right. Yeah. And we need new solutions. Scalar energy is a solution. Although it's suppressed, it's still a solution. It's free energy. Yeah. That's beautiful, brother. One of the things I do on the podcast is I, I ask, we call it the speed round or the quick round. It, I don't know why I call it that because it's not, it's not intended to be quick. It's just a, a, 10 questions that I ask. In okay. a row. So you ready? Yeah. So what's one thing about you that surprises people? When they get to meet me, I'm, a, I'm just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. But they might hear me on a podcast. Perhaps that's difficult for some people to grasp, but I like to be grounded. When mm. people meet me, they realize I'm a regular guy. And what I want like? Yeah. What do you like to do for fun? I spend a lot of time with my wife and my grandkids. That's oh. my joy. <laughs> your face smiled. Your face lit up again when you said that. <laughs> Uh, we've all faced a major decision in our lives that has resulted in us choosing to take a left turn instead of going the traditional right. When have you faced such a dilemma and how did it work out for you? I, I faced that on a frequent basis with my, my research. Uh, I'm a Christian. I faced that with my Christian beliefs and I just, I stick to my, principles and I'm happy to do so because I stand for something Mm -hmm. Um, from a a young age I I made up my mind that I was not going to go with the flow and I was going to follow the truth and if and with that in mind it perhaps is the path less traveled but I'm happy to have made that decision and people are being blessed because of it yeah you're right Mm -hmm. thank you yeah. What book are you reading right now? Uh, it's it's kind of dry. I just received in the mail a, a book on quantum physics and um, about the holographic universe. And uh, I, I, com- I have a combination of scientific books on scalar. I, I do love religion. I love discovery. And I love, uh, I actually love travel. Mm. It's awesome. When have you felt most alive? When I help people. Yeah. When, when I can give back to society, when I help people. I can, I can see the passion you have about that. That's really awesome. If you're going to spend the rest of your life on an island and could only bring one item 
let me start over. If you were going to spend the rest of your life on an island and could only bring one item of personal meaning, what would it be? I'd bring my wife with me. It's <laughs> such a good answer. You're the second person that has said that. Why? Well, she's, she's my other half. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be without her. Oh. I'd be lost without her. You get brownie points for that, man. <laughs> That's amazing. Can you, I think I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Can you name a person or a teaching that has a profoundly positive impact on your life? Yeah, it has to be Jesus. Mm. And then um, in the scientific realm, men like Tesla and Hieronymus. You know, these are brilliant researchers, brilliant inventors who followed the truth. Let me say this about invention. <clears throat> There's no chicanery. You either have it or you don't. And if if you find an inventor, that inventor has copied nature in some way, been able to duplicate nature. Those are the real geniuses. Mm. People like Tesla. Mm. What is a daily practice that you have to do every day? I always pray and I always have goals. Mm. Every day I have, uh, I'm rather regimented and I should be because I'm a researcher. Mm -hmm. um, I have goals. I have a design every day. I have a plan and I, I meet that plan. Mm. What's one question that you wish that I had asked you and how would you have answered it? Oh, maybe a dozen questions. <laughs> what, what is the future of scalar energy? I'll answer that question. It's about to change the world. That's a given. There's just too many people who understand this now. 30 years ago, it was, it was still in its nascent stage. Now it's really starting to cultivate. It's, really, it's already distilled in the minds of so many people. It's free energy from the stars. And other inventors have done it. Mm. We need free energy now. This energy crisis is not going away. Mm. Things are not going to get better next year or the following year. We've had energy crisis for over, well, over a hundred years now. It's, mm. it's, it's a monopoly. We know that. Yeah. We need free energy. Right. Well said. What does finding peace mean for you? When you find peace, you find the truth. <laughs> And it's the truth usually is very simple and straightforward. And as a scientist, I always look for, for that fundamental truth. What do I mean by that? If you're following the laws of science, the laws of science are immutable. They can't be changed. Mm -hmm. That's what I like about my research. If I'm working with scalar energy, which is a fundament of the universe, it can't be changed. It cannot be manipulated. You know, you, you, you might be able to manipulate uh, something else, but you can't manipulate the laws of science. Hmm. That is beautifully said. One of the things that I do in the work that I do as a, as a therapist and as a coach is trying to help people connect with their truth. And that gets lost so often. But when, when we connect with truth, oh, the power that, connects with that is amazing so thank you 
You're right. There's nothing like the truth. Once you see the truth and, and you recognize it in all its clarity, it, it's indisputable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where can people find you? The website is scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. And with that, anybody in the world can once again upload, send us, email us your photograph. Please avail yourself of the free trial. You will be impressed. I know you've never heard of this before, most likely, but it works. Send us your photograph. There is a quantum health signature on your photograph. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm curious to see what happens, but I am going to do it. One of the things that I really have, I keep searching for is other ways to help people heal. And medical ways are great, but they're not the only ways. And even in my work that I do, I'm always trying to help find what is going to help this person find more joy, hope, light, excitement in their life. And here's another way. You're right. There's many tools that we need that are available to us. Right. And you're, you're offering yours for free. That's amazing. Well, Tom, I am honored and grateful that you are willing to spend some time with me this, today. And I am going to send in my picture. I'm going to see what happens. So uh, I'll keep everyone posted. But thank you for the work that you do and the passion that you have to make a difference in this world. We are making a difference. Everybody is. So join our movement. If this makes sense to you, contact us. We're about to change the world. Remember, it only takes a photograph to make an impression on a billion people a year. Mm. We're about to change the world. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time with me today. Thank you, Trey. You've been listening to the Finding Peace podcast. If you love the show or want to ask a question, let us know by going to findingpeaceconsulting.com. There, you can also learn about the Finding Peace five-day challenge. Remember to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss the next episode. And if you are listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. It really does help other people find this podcast more easily. Thank you for spending part of your journey with us. And a special thanks to Johnny Porter for producing the show and A.G. Flux for the new background music. Copyright Finding Peace Consulting.